Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I am James Kotecki. You are here with me in the C-Space studio at CES 2020. Here with us is Jeremy Helfen from Hulu. You're the vice president and head of advertising platforms at Hulu. So welcome to the yes. studio. Thank, Thank you, James. you so much. Great to be here. Um, advertising innovation is what we're here to talk about. But first, I'm always interested in how people define their own brands. Everybody knows Hulu as a brand. I think most people here at C-Space certainly have, have heard of Hulu before. Most consumers have. How do you define the brand? And more importantly, how do you define it to advertisers that you're working with? Sure. Well, for consumers, Hulu is focused on being the number one choice for television, whether that's on demand or live TV. We want to provide a better experience for viewers to get all the content they need, whether that be content, some of their favorite um, historical content or some of our new originals that they may be really interested in as well. From a brand perspective, you know, we're really focused on being that source of innovation for the transformation of TV to help them to connect with their intended audiences in ways that they could not otherwise reach. And so um, we're very focused with our brands and in innovating and finding new ways to reach those audiences um, and helping them deliver the results that they're looking for from advertising and, and marketing to our audiences. So I want to talk about at least three different kinds of advertising innovation that you're doing at Hulu. The first is pause ads. Can you just kind of define what that is and kind of give us the latest on how that's working and what that is? Sure. So all of those formats that you talked about, about fall into a concept that we call viewer-first advertising. Hmm. The idea that advertising should be more consistent, it should be more relevant, it should be more integrated. And so the development of the formats is something that we've been focused on in order to help take out the disruption of advertising that's historically existed in TV and provide a more effective, less disruptive, more functional way for advertisers to reach their audiences. The pause ad is a good example of that. And the, and the idea is on Hulu, on a daily basis, our viewers pause on content 30 million times. And so instead of introducing commercial breaks and disrupting their storytelling journey with content, what if we took advantage of a natural behavior, a natural break that's happening with content? And so when the viewer pauses, um, we make sure that they're not going to either go, you know, rewind or fast forward with the content. And then if they're not, we introduce a translucent image over top of the content that persists on the screen until the viewer hits play and goes back to their content again. The idea is they're stopping their content, they may be getting up to go to the restroom, getting something to drink out of their refrigerator. Um, that's a more natural time to introduce advertising. And the impact of that has been really tremendous. We saw a 68% increase in ad recall compared to other static type approaches, um, which is about five times the industry benchmark. And so here we're delivering on that viewer-first advertising promise of delivering a less disruptive, better advertising experience for the viewer and delivering higher results for the advertiser. That's an interesting and maybe counterintuitive result because you think if someone is pausing, they're getting up to look away for some reason or they're getting up from their chair or something to do something else. But it's interesting that people still recall that. 
Well, you know, one of the things that was really interesting about the feedback, and we're always seeking feedback from our viewers to understand how they're interacting with the advertising, what do they think about the advertising, and that's a big part of how we shape some of these new formats. Um, what they said is, wow, that's a really innovative approach to advertising, therefore we see the brand as innovating as well. Mm. And so um, that innovation is rubbing off on the image and the perception of the brand, and so you know, when a viewer is pausing on their content, they could be doing that to look at their phone, to get up to answer the, you know, to, to answer a call. Um, and so um, at some point they will be looking at the screen and that image will be persistent on the screen. Yeah. Now, you know, it is a static image. And the reason why we did that and not video um, was because our viewer feedback was that if you introduced sight and motion at a time where we paused content, mm. they would see that as jarring. And they would maybe think something was broken, maybe, because they thought I was pausing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there's one more. Uh, tell me about another one of these innovations. Uh, it's got a great name, binge ads. What is a binge ad? Yeah. So, so binge is one of those behaviors that now is commonplace when you're watching TV, right? TV right. consumption has fundamentally changed. Binging is one of those behaviors that now exist. In fact, over half of the ad-supported content on Hulu is watched in a binge fashion, meaning someone is sitting down to watch three or more episodes of their favorite content in a given seating. And so... We've all done it. <laughs> we've all done it. And it's a, tr it's a tremendous opportunity to introduce a new type of advertising, a new advertising experience that, again, is less disruptive to the overall advertising, the content storytelling experience that the viewer is having, and also deliver a higher impact execution for the brand. So what happens with Binge is that when the viewer starts to watch the first two episodes, we introduce a teaser from the brand and in the Hulu voice that lets them know and encourages them to continue to watch their favorite television. And upon the third episode, we offer them, the brand offers them some sort of either a reward, which either be a commercial-free episode or some sort of other reward from the brand, like a, a, you know, a dollar-off coupon or something like that. And so the, the whole idea here is we're using data science to anticipate who is going to be a binge viewer because you're introducing that experience right at the beginning of their first episode. And we're combining data science and a really unique creative execution in order to surround the binge experience with a much more effective advertising. And I assume you can predict that I'll binge on a show I may have never seen before based on other kinds of shows that I've watched. Well, we're looking at, you know, we're looking at viewing behavior, we're looking at the type of content that's being viewed, we're looking at time of day, the devices, sure. all things that go into indicating yep. whether or not you may be binging. So streaming is obviously getting extremely competitive, and I'm asking about a version of this question to a lot of people uh, in the streaming space or in the advertising and media space generally. But when it comes to ad innovation, do you have a belief, and more importantly, do you have evidence that this kind of ad innovation is going to help Hulu thrive in an environment of increasing competition? Well, you know, we, we've been innovating in this space now for over 10 years, and advertising has really been a strategic imperative for the business. And I think if I, if I go back to the, the pause ad as an example of where innovation really is helping to transform advertising and therefore help Hulu thrive and be the place where brands want to connect with their favorite audiences, the fact that you were able to deliver a less disruptive advertising experience and deliver a higher ROI for the advertiser, 68% increase in brand awareness, um, or I'm sorry, in ad recall, is, uh, is a real indication 
that there is a better way to do it and that Hulu is continuing to lead that charge. Because it's a two-sided marketplace, obviously, right? You need advertising to support the work that you're doing, but you also need eyeballs. And so both of those entities need to be happy at the end of the day. And brands are looking for innovation. You know, brands are looking for new ways to connect with their audiences. Um, and a lot of the innovation that we've rolled out across these formats or in automation or in data measurement are ways in which we're helping brands do you know, a better job of connecting with audiences in this, in this world that has fundamentally changed. <laughs> Maybe you can't tell me the answer to this next question, but have you ever experimented with some kind of innovative ad that just kind of flopped? You know, we're, we're constantly looking at new <laughs> yeah. formats yeah. of different types of innovation, and not everything is going to work. I, I think a good example of that, if I go back to the pause ad example, is if you were to introduce video mm -hmm. at that point yeah. where someone paused on their content, um, and, and we regularly go back to our viewers and ask for this feedback, um, if we were to introduce video there, that would have been something that would not have been well received by our viewers. And, and viewer experience is everything. It, you know, we start with the viewer at, at Hulu. Um, that not only goes to the, the overall content experience they have when they're watching content, but also to the advertising experience. And so um, video in a pause environment is a good example of something that you know, we would have looked at that wouldn't work. And I suppose if you see what you're doing as an ongoing experiment over the course of 10 years and now longer, then it's not really a flop, right? Because you just kind of continually adjust, you continually take feedback, and you continually move forward. I think, I think brands are willing to push the envelope a little bit. They're looking for innovation. They're trying to figure out what is the best way to reach my objectives in streaming TV. They see the, the movement of audiences into this environment. In fact, 39% you know, of our audiences are not on linear TV at all. And so they're willing to push the envelope a little bit to try new things, and they're regularly asking for that from us. And so, you know, I think we've learned we've learned a lot along the way, and and we're fortunate to have lots of great relationships across the advertising ecosystem that allow us to you know offer these types of innovations. In the final moments, uh, integrated advertising, kind of product placement, or other terms that you might use for that, yeah. can you do some interesting things there, especially because you're streaming and you're digital, where you can change the cereal boxes or something to be a different kind of cereal box depending on who's watching? Do you, is that another form of innovation that you're looking at? I mean, there, there is a tremendous opportunity in streaming television to fuse the brand and the content together. Um, and you know, integrations and sponsorship are a, a key part of our offering for advertisers. Um, you know, we see tremendous um, impact as a result of that. And in fact, you know, in a recent study with some of our sponsorship advertisers, we saw 89% increase in purchase intent over a 30-second linear TV spot, 74% um, increased in brand awareness versus a 30-second linear TV spot. So we really see the effectiveness of, of smart integrations and sponsorships. And it's a two-way street. It, you know, sometimes there are brands will come to us and say, you know, we're looking for an opportunity to be integrated or be a sponsor of a particular type of content. Sometimes, you know, we're going early in on in, into the development, you know, when we're doing some of our originals and saying, what would be the right type of brand, the right type of products mm -hmm. to be part of that? Right and so it, so it really goes both ways. And you can integrate it right into the storytelling, I suppose, at some level. You integrate it right into the storytelling. Mm -hmm. There's also opportunities to, you know, to do that post-production as well. Yeah. And so we, we constantly look at those types of things and product placement is one of those areas of, of innovation. Well, Jeremy Helfman of Hulu, thank you so much. Thank you so much, James. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network. <laughs>